Some are claiming office fatigue in a new is the new tiredness uh, being brought on by being back in a physical workplace. Uh, we're going to be talking to Dr. Dominique Morisano, who's a clinical psychologist and adjunct professor at the University of Toronto. But this study is fascinating. Um, you know, we've all kind of been grappling with Zoom and the Zoom fatigue and, you know, seeing everybody in those little boxes and uh, making sure that you're not, you know, eating or all of those things. So you're being on your, you have your Zoom etiquette. Uh, but the study shows that people are also just getting really tired of in-person work and dealing with all of the nuances that come with that, be it uh, office politics, having to talk with people, make small chat. You know, you spend a lot of your time uh, in the office just catching up with people more than sometimes you do actually getting your work done. And so this uh, this new study is saying, yeah, maybe there's some negative impacts to mental health as well with the return to work. Dr. Dominique Morisano uh, is a clinical psychologist and joins me now. Thanks so much, Dr. Morisano, for being on the on the show today. Yeah, my pleasure. So, in a, a recent study, it has found that one third of respondents felt negative impact on their mental health when returning to in-person work. Why do you think that is? Well, I think uh, that this uh, pandemic period has lasted a long time uh, and we've had to change our lives. You know, we've developed new routines, new habits, new ways of doing things like, you know, from, you know, when we uh, eat our meals, how we eat our meals to, you know, take care of our pets and, uh, you know, exercise and you know just like we used the commuting time we filled it in you know we 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 used the the break time we filled it in um and i think that uh the return to work has been a lot for a lot of people to kind of say oh i'm actually not going to be able to do this anymore take care of myself in this way anymore because i'm actually in the office um all day long you know it's interesting because we are creatures of habit, but you know, yeah. none, of, none of this is new. Before the pandemic, we were all working in offices. Mm -hmm. uh, we were all commuting. So does that, yeah, I just want to peel back the layers a little bit more on that. Sure. That was our life for so long. So how does yeah. two years, how does that just can transform just the way we process, the way we think, the fact that some of us are facing uh, mental health concerns because of in-person work, which is something that we've done for so long. Yeah, people, people, you know, habits change, you know, can change people in four to six weeks. So two years is actually quite a long time yeah. for a new habit to become ingrained. And, you know, I've seen like things even in, in my practice as a psychologist, you know, I've asked my clients, like many of my clients, I said, do you, would you want to come back to seeing me in person and come into the office? They're like, uh, actually like you're kind of far away and actually like uh, you know i'm good i'm good with the video you know they would they would rather have that time to be at home they don't they don't even want to see me in person yeah. <laughs> you know and my my practice has changed like i used to have evening hours uh now i don't because people are so flexible um with their work schedules and working at home that they that they it's not a big deal for them to take a, a meeting in the morning and extend their day a little bit 
because they're not at, at a place which has specific hours. So I think that, yeah, people like things change fast. Our brains change fast in many ways, um, in, in these kinds of ways. And so it, it has been quite a period of, of adjustment and we got used to it. Yeah. And talk, yeah. talk to me about why, you know, human to human interaction can be so draining, small talk, face to face meetings. These are all listed yeah. as being, you know, just psychologically, mentally draining for us. Whereas like Zoom was also for me draining being in front of that screen. Yes. And, you know, the endless yes. meetings as well. Yeah, I think that there was a period I remember at the beginning of the pandemic, um, this was coming up as a topic of conversation in the opposite way, you know, for how uh, people were getting Zoom fatigue, you know, um, and, and video meeting fatigue. Uh, but that was almost three years ago now, you know, and, um, and so again, our brains uh, adjusted, but I think, you know, when, you know, and I remember even for myself at the, when we started getting back to, you know, seeing people getting out there, Mm -hmm. um, socially, uh, and I'm quite, I'm in a massive extrovert myself. Like I would have to kind of prepare myself yeah. to be with, you know, two people or more at a time. I'd say, oh, let's try three. Oh, you know, when I used to kind of get energy off of big groups and, and it's returned, it's, it's, it's been returning, but, you know, now it's kind of shifting again. It's just been a lot for our systems to have this back and forth and back and forth of, of, how much kind of sen- how many sensations and how how much stimulation our our brain can be used to like our brains get used to things because they have to because it's energy conserving right so if we thought about every single thing we're exposed to every single day if we were if we had to look at every single thing in the room if we had to you know hear everything around us, um, our systems would get very overwhelmed. Our systems, you know, kind of start to tune out things, get used to things, like go into, into you know, uh, reflexive mode. Have you ever been driving a car and 10 minutes later, you're like, oh, I'm here. Yeah. Whoa, how did, how did that happen? Yep. That's, what, that's how our brains operate. That's how we conserve energy um, in ourselves. And with everything changing all the time, all the changes, that's exhausting for the brain because it doesn't have time to habituate. Does that make any sense? Yeah, it absolutely does. So yeah. how do we prepare our brains and our bodies for returning? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're going back yeah. into the office on Monday. How do you prepare yourself for that? I think by taking it really easy on yourself. So, you know, like that night, you know, maybe this week at work, you you keep your evenings free. You know, you you allow yourself to rest at night. You allow yourself to get to bed early, you know, if you can. Um, you don't make a lot of social plans. I mean, I actually work with clients now to limit social plans mm. where I used to, I used to, you know, say, oh, get out there. Now, now it's like, okay, like we've realized that more than two social activities a week is too much for your system. So let's, you know, let's lean into that a little bit, you know? Um, so I think just kind of taking it really easy in the time that you do have, if you have a weekend, you know, maybe you're not planning a big trip or, you know, multiple, you know, activities, you're just kind of taking it easy. And then as you get used to it, you slowly build these things back in, you know, Thursday night, go out for dinner with some people, you know, maybe, you know, but, but the thing is, is with everything, I mean, with the level of viruses and 
sickness that I've seen among, you know, friends, family, and just in the city, I, I just think we're, we're, we still have to kind of be braced for a period of constant change um, over the next, you know, five, six months at least. Yeah. Quickly, what advice would you give also to employers just being sensitive yeah. to the fact that people are having a hard time coming back? Yeah, I mean, my advice to employers is to is to start to understand that, you know, people's work styles have really changed and uh, probably they are, I mean, probably a lot of people are more productive at home, uh, to be perfectly frank at this time, where it might have been the opposite before. Um, coming into the office is can be great for camaraderie, you know, for um, for team building, um, for, you know, coming up with ideas on the spot. Um, but in terms of actual work done, uh, it can be, people can be really distracted right now by other people overstimulated or sense. So, you know, to allow people to, you know, kind of come like, how do you say it? Uh, build up their tolerance, mm-hmm. you know, to coming in, you know, start with a day a week, you know, maybe then you put two days a week, you know, maybe then you put three days a week, kind of like a a, gra- a gradual return to work program, similar to what people who have been on disability experience when they come back to work, right? right? You know, they start slow and come back. And that that's, that's what I really think employer, employers should be doing um, with yeah. employees at this point. All right. Thank you so much, Dr. Dominique Morisano, for your time today. You're welcome. That was Dr. Dominique Morisano. She is a clinical psychologist and adjunct professor at the University of Toronto. You're listening to Toronto This Weekend on 640 Toronto.